What's up Toronto? This is Muscle and you know this is another edition of Two Line Music Hut's Entertainment Report Podcast. And on this edition, we got a chance to sit down with three of Toronto's hottest entrepreneurs right now in the game. We got a chance to sit down with Riri Phillips. We got a chance to sit down also with McKinney Smith and Nicole Williams. This is definitely three women doing things in their industry and they talked about families relationships doing businesses the plus the minus the negatives everything so this is a real opportunity to see how it is to function as a black woman in the business world from a canadian standpoint so turn up those headphones or turn up those speakers and relax because this is another edition of two line music hut's entertainment report podcast Enjoy. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com. Hi, this is Muscle, and this is another Entertainment Report podcast. And tonight, we have three special guests in the building. These are three entrepreneurs that's really doing big things in Toronto. First, we're going to let them introduce herself, and then we're going to get going from there. So to my left is... Is... Riri, aka Boss Lady. Of course, you put my government name on on blast, but let's ignore that fact. Yeah, so don't we'll worry about Riri. that. <laughs> um, aka Boss Lady, as I said, a business is called Baby Station, and parce que nous sommes français, Bébé Station. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the things I do. All right. And you? My name is McKinney Smith. My business is a walk in my stilettos. I really, um, well, I'm a mindset coach, so I help people conquer their fears, tap into their full potential, and reach their goals. Sounds good. And you, young lady? I'm Nicole Williams, better yet known as Mrs. Moneybags, a.k.a. Mortgages by Nick. Um, I'm a mortgage agent and a money coach and recent author of Miss Moneybags Presents the Millennial um, Money Guide. The Millennial Money Guide. All yes. right. So we got some heavy hitters in the building. We got some hitters here tonight, tonight. All right. So then let's just jump right into it. As a black woman, all right, as a black woman, what actually made you guys want to get into entrepreneurship and business? Oh, oh, me first or just jumping in? We're okay, not way, a problem. Yeah. Um, I think it's just seeing my mother. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of us can say that somebody in our family at least guided us to saying, do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a nine to five as well. I love working. It's not a problem. But there was always a part of me that said, why didn't I try this? Why didn't I try that? Why didn't I try this? So I just did. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a firm believer that um, if somebody tells me I can't, I have to do it yeah. just to show them that I can do it. <laughs> One and of those I think, type of and, people. Yeah, and I think uh, that's part of entrepreneurship. I mean, a lot of people, like, to, we throw out the word, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a CEO, I'm a... Pro-, but do you have the hustle, the drive, the persistence? And I think I was crazy enough yeah. to try it, to do it. And uh, so that's how I got my start. That's how you. You? Both my parents um, come from the entrepreneurial world. Okay. Um, both my mom and my dad. I went straight from being a stay-at-home mom to an entrepreneur almost 10 years ago. And I was going through a divorce. I was like, I need to be able to be there for my kids. I need to be able to be flexible and being able to create my own schedule. So that's when I decided to become an entrepreneur and work for myself. Okay, and your parents, what type of, um, what field were they into? So my father used to have a health food store and restaurant in Jamaica. Okay. And my mom, she was into dressmaking and selling jewelry and stuff like that. Hustling. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. And you, Nicole? For me, it was uh, really just understanding that wealth 
for a majority of people mm-hmm. came from being self-sufficient, for sure. um, self-employed, having their own businesses, and having that investor mindset. Um, again, I was working in the financial industry, but quickly realized that you know there was going to be definitely a cap as to what I can attain. And I'm a person that's like, okay, well, there's no caps for me. Yeah. And wanting to really um, be the first to really pave the way for like my family, my generations, my children, and be like, you know, we can definitely do it, yeah. right? Yeah. Makes sense. So then this is where we start getting busy now. As women in entrepreneurship and black women in entrepreneurship, what's the benefits and what's some of the downfalls? Man, I don't know why we're starting with me first. I want to hear, I want to hear what they have to say first. You know, to be quite honest with you, I think everybody's journey is different. Okay. So we can collectively say we're all black women. Mm-hmm. But McKinney said she was a stay-at-home mom, went through a divorce. You know, I know you're married and have kids as well. I'm married and have a child. But I started before I was married, yeah. before I had a child. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Perspective is totally different, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing that has stayed consistent is the desire and the hustle. And, and when I use the word hustle, I mean the... Do any everything and anything I have to do to achieve the goal. Yeah. Right. So, I worked. To, I remember in the heart, two three jobs. I had energy. You know what I mean. I had energy. <laughs> you, you could work two three jobs, and and one of them was maybe the side hustle, mm-hmm. and you know didn't take no for an answer. Didn't study the fact that oh I I'm black, so that's going to be a deterrent to do whatever I want to do. To me, that was the best thing because everybody wants to be us. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a black woman. Uh-huh. Contrary to popular belief, yeah. everybody wants to be a black woman. Okay. You know what I mean? And they appreciate our hustle and our drive and the fact that we can multitask and do all these things, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's what helped. Yeah. Um, and that's what makes me continue doing it as well. But as I said, perspective perspective changes. My business didn't start, the business I'm currently doing didn't start until after I had my son. Yeah. So I wouldn't have been this Riri five years ago. No, sorry, how old is he now? Sorry, seven years ago, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm a different Riri. And, and I've had to learn how to adjust even my mindset yeah. to that as well. Because mindset is really everything because everything plays out in your mind first mm-hmm. before you actually do it. That's why a lot of people get stuck. They would think about it in their mind and you just keep thinking, 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 thinking. And it's always negative thoughts. They could never see the positive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So same question for you. So um, I was at an event and Julie Black said, your disability is your ability. For sure. And I looked at that as an entrepreneur, especially in the field where I'm selling a high ticketed um, coaching package where it's four to five figures for mm-hmm. someone to work with you. And a lot of people, a lot of black women are like, I can't afford that. Why are your price is so high? Yeah. In a room of about 150 to sometimes 200 other coaches, I'm the only or one of three black people in that room. Okay, so you say one of three black people. How many other women, black women are there? I'm either the only one or yeah. there's one or two more. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. So the the advantage for me is a lot of those people in that room are like, oh, well, she's in this room. She must be special. What yeah. is she about? <laughs> yeah, so I don't sense. have to do anything. They <laughs> just come to me. They want to know my name. They yeah. want to know what I do and how I got into that room. Mm-hmm. Um, the disadvantage sometimes is you have to work twice as hard. Uh, just to achieve what your counterparts, would you say males or white women or just other counterparts are achieving? 
Um, so Vivian Kay, she, she likes to talk about uh, white man audacity. Okay. Um, and I feel like when I'm in a room with a lot of um, white men, they okay. have that I'm supposed to have, you know, kind of attitude and demeanor. And it's like, I'm introverted. I'm shy. Yeah. I'm a black woman. Yeah. I have to step my game up when I'm in a room with them. And yeah. like I said, it makes me have to work twice as hard. Makes sense. You know what I mean? Definitely makes sense. And unicorn. Uh, for me, uh, especially being in the industry that I'm in, mm-hmm. which is predominantly a male-driven um, industry, it, it, it does become challenging in the sense of having to constantly prove yourself. For sure. Um, not only having to validate yourself within your own community, but validating yourself outside. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, really, are you that good? Why should I work with you? Mm-hmm. What makes you stand out? What makes you like? So it's like a constant sell. So not even trying to sell a product, you're selling yourself, mm-hmm. right? Um, but really, I'm being very honest. Um, be, just based on how and who I am, I'm a person. You get what you get. Yeah. You either like me, you love me, or we just don't mesh. We don't move. Just that simple. And that's simple. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm very vocal on that. Mm-hmm. So I will fire people as far as fire clients because your energy doesn't work with my energy and that's what's most important to me so I think that type of personality maybe my attitude towards it has actually served me very well because it doesn't let me become too clingy to an idea of trying to prove myself if that makes sense Yeah. 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 yeah Yeah, that's it's true. Yeah. yeah, and I like how you said. Sometimes you have to fire people. Yeah, because their energies don't yeah. mesh it with doesn't their energy, mesh. and no amount, no amount, no amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not all money is good money. Right. No, it's not. And I'll tell you not something. And sorry to jump, but I'm just no, going to no, say, not, not all money is good money. And you realize, I think after you get to a certain point, whether you're at the start of your career or middle or at the top, yeah. that. I don't have to put up with no. bad attitude. No. If somebody, if I come to Nicole and I say, okay, how much is your services? And she says two grand. I have two options. Yeah. Pay yes or no. Or don't. Yeah. You know, if McKinney says to me, okay, it's 10 grand for a year. And I'd be like, oh, Lord. But you know what, though? <laughs> that 10 grand is good money because yeah. it's going to serve me right. Mm-hmm. Then why wouldn't I? And I find that's how you kind of distinguish the of good course. clients from the bad clients. The entrepreneurs yeah. from the, the workers. Correct. Right? Because entrepreneurs, and you guys can totally attest to this, we will spend our own money to for prove sure. a point. For yeah. sure. We'll, we, I, I think back to how much money I've spent in my, like my personal, my nine to five money mm-hmm. for my side hustle people mm-hmm. that I used to manage or work with. And it makes me cry sometimes because I'm like, if I tell Nicole, she'll be like, you could have bought tree houses. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I thought, money is money. I yeah. can always make it back. Mm-hmm. I just have to be smart. But the experience that I got was yeah. amazing. And the fact that maybe I had to fire some of the people that I worked yeah. with, that's great. Yeah. Because I sleep well. Yeah. Right? Of course. That's, you know the, what that's I mean? the biggest that's, thing is sleeping Exactly. Well. And too many. And I think, too, when you're juggling, you know, whether it's a nine to five and a side hustle or, or a side business, let me mm-hmm. say that, when you have a family and somebody, a partner, mm-hmm. you have to decide what's important. There has yeah. to be a give right? and take. And, and, I, I think you realize as well that we don't want to make any of the mistakes that maybe our parents or our grandparents did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing, right? We're trying to be better. Mm-hmm. I want to be better for my son. Of course. I want him, like, he knows, Mama, are we going to do this this weekend? So he knows when we're going to do, uh, you know, my business. And he's helping. He's like, am I going to get paid? Because he wants Beyblades, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> But... 
he sees that and I want him to see that and I don't want to waste my time with people or organizations or anybody that want to pay me but they're going to make me work doubly hard yeah. and yeah. me being stressed and we take yeah. we take it out on those we love it's not mm-hmm. worth it it's yep. not it is and so again we're black women yeah so that's a challenge but mm-hmm. okay we're good everybody yeah. wants to be us let's let's right okay. everybody but we're black women trying to do our best, trying to do better. Mm-hmm. We, as you said, we don't have time to waste no, exactly. on people who are going to just drain us of our goodness, our energy, our brain power, our ideas. Yeah. Nothing. And that's it. So yeah, for right? me, it's either we mesh or we don't yeah. or just keep it moving exactly. because I don't got time to, exactly. to everything you said. Got the family, got yeah. the you know you, you, the community things that you want to do there's so many other things that, that you could be doing right. rather than wasting it exactly. with people or on things that don't service you right 100%. if it doesn't bring me peace money or resources i'm mm-hmm. not doing it yeah. this yeah. age in life it yeah. doesn't make yeah. sense it's true. when you're just trying yeah, yeah. you might but at yeah. this stage here no it exactly. doesn't make sense but you know what, though I, I i would like to say though that if when anybody's watching this, and especially some of the women that are going to watch this and say, okay, oh, she's doing this. Everybody has an excuse, right? But I'll tell you something. Youth, if, if, if we could go back to being 20 mm-hmm. with some, not even all, some yeah. of the knowledge we have now, uh-huh. oh my goodness, you couldn't talk to us, eh? Not at all. You couldn't talk to us. And, 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 I would still need the internet, though. But it's fascinating right. because I think I look at some young younger people and I'm like, what do you mean you can't do two jobs and a little something extra? Yeah. It, it, it hurts my heart yeah. because I'm thinking we used to, and we used to make sure we had time to party too. Mm-hmm. So you're going to work maybe two jobs you get home, you clean up, you go hit the streets, you come home three o'clock in the morning, you take your little nap, and then you're up at six o'clock to go to the job. Yeah. That's, I'm not saying to do it like every day of your life till you're 60, but we did that. And I think we did it pretty well because we, you know, and when I see people, well, you know, if I work, I'm going to start at 10 and I'm going to finish it. And I'm like, whoa, that's not smart. Yeah. It's not even practical because how can you build anything? Mm-hmm. And and this energy that we have now, as soon as you have a child, as soon as you get a partner, I love y'all men, but as soon as you catch man, <laughs> yeah. it's tiresome because you guys drain us of our brain resources because we have to deal with you guys too. But that's what I wanted to ask you guys because that's why I picked you three right here. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs have partners, have children. So yep. I want to know, how do you guys handle that? Day to day, do you who gets more energy or what is the breakdown? Mm-hmm. So, I will say, um, I tell everyone this, and I'm unashamed to yeah. say, my mother is the CEO of everything, Nicole. Okay, okay, nice. being very nice a thousand percent. Love okay, it. so like she steps in where I definitely don't. Yeah. So, like things like cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. God bless her hand. She can cook a good friend. I'm really, really good. And you know what? She loves it, right? You know, see, my my kids are a little older. So, like, as far as, like, after school care is not really necessary. But when I'm telling you, like, that piece is, like, golden in itself, right? So, it takes a lot of the pressure. And to be very honest, I could just tell you that if I probably didn't have her, there would probably be a lot more guilt. Yeah to a lot of the things that I do that I know, you know, as you you think as a mother, as a wife, you should be doing. Um, but 
I'm telling you, I'm guilt free right now. Right? So, big up Sharon Stone, anywhere she there. <laughs> I, can, I can live with that answer there. Um, for me, honestly, I'm blessed with a partner and children that are extremely understanding. So, yeah. I, in this relationship, I have not had to experience where it takes away from what I'm doing. Okay. We're both entrepreneurs. He helps me with everything that I do. If I have to travel, he's with me. I'm actually shocked that he didn't come with me today. I was going out yeah. the door and he's like, oh, you wanted me to come? Yeah. Like <laughs> most times he'll drive yeah. me when it comes to the kids, you know, he'll drive the kids to school. So there's that balance there. I don't have to figure out what's going to happen. He's yeah. there to help and contribute and not make me feel like I'm taking away from my kids or my business. He helps with both. And you find that's definitely supportive and that works for you having mm -hmm. somebody me, yeah. in your corner. For me, yeah. yes. 110%. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like your spouse, your partner, like as long as they're supportive, they don't have to necessarily be hands-on in the business, mm -hmm. but as long as they understand what you're doing and the bigger picture of why you're doing it, it yeah. does help, right? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Um, First of all, I don't believe in life work balance. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I don't. No, okay. I don't. And, and again, because my I work as well as having a business. Yeah. I don't. When I'm at work, I'm at work. You know, occasionally doing a couple of different. But when I'm at work, I'm at work. When I'm doing my side business, my side business. When I'm with my family, I'm with my family. Because I I can't do I can't do it all, and yeah. I will acknowledge that it makes me sleep a lot easier at night. I'm lucky, just as you guys. I have a very supportive partner. Now he's also um, he has his own business, so he's a photographer and a designer. Okay. So he gets to work, you know, from home, and he's also the best stay-at-home dad, yeah. bar none. Okay. And I'm spoiled. He cooks. Yeah, he washes cool. our clothes. <laughs> no, no, and and you know what? It's funny because so. I'm Guyanese, yeah. mm -hmm. he's Jamaican, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and you know, some people are like, ah, Jamaican man, I'm like, I don't, okay. <laughs> I'm not going into any, what people think they should or shouldn't do because yeah. I believe that if you are in a good partnership, yeah. you guys will do what you're best at. Yeah. yeah. Prior, prior to being with him, I was a socialite. I was yeah. on road six days a week yeah, in Yorkville. I'm out here, I'm, I don't, Cook, cook. I go home. I have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, yeah. or I go buy, you know, I go You're to Allen's and, and, and buy some, you know, some cocoa. Like, why, right? Yeah. But yeah. that's, but that's just what I did. Yeah. So when it came to say, oh, oh, I'm in a relationship now, and oh, I have a child, mm -hmm. then it becomes okay. You're good at this. Mm -hmm. I'm good at this. And I was, you know, I was helping him with his career as well. And then, you know, we had our child, and I was like, well, we're bringing that boy everywhere. So my child has been with us everywhere. He's been to board meetings he's been you know out on on like everywhere yeah. and again without a supportive partner without supportive people behind you so if you don't have a partner but you have family like your mom mm -hmm. or just people that will mm -hmm. ride with you yeah oh it, right it's, it's not, true. Not you're absolutely right and 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 we have to acknowledge that yeah. yeah right and then and then but there's that little piece too that you have to also make sure that you give them the time that they need they for need what them. they're doing right Wholeheartedly. because yeah. sometimes not everybody not everybody who's an entrepreneur has an entrepreneurial partner for sure 100%. and so you have to find that balance mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. because it's a different it's a, it's almost like a personality difference yeah. mm -hmm. and then it's right? like yeah. they're your biggest cheerleaders right right so an example even when i decided to leave my nine to five that steady guaranteed income right. yeah. it was my husband that was like nicole like why are you questioning it you right. got to do it we can right. do it like it's exactly. fine like he was like kicking me out like right. exactly. like go do let's it go. like you know let's, let's go, go. Yeah. get it yeah. moving yeah so like 
to everything you're saying is absolutely right. Well, as long as they understand the vision, you in, but you have to include them in that vision yeah, because yeah, sometimes yes. people try to move and right. try to move on their own, right. mm-hmm. and then right. it's like, okay, why aren't I getting that support that I need? Well, 100%. because you're not really pulling it together, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. it, there's a partnership not only in the relationship, it's in the business. Yeah. I tell people all the time, he is not necessarily writing a mortgage or doing whatever, but he is my partner right. sure. in the business, 100%. right? Yeah. And yeah. you know what? You're right. Like, I mean, I was lucky. I had the idea. Hubby did, he did my logo. He's done yeah. my pictures. He did yeah. my website. I mean, I mean, I paid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to look at this and he's going to so judge me. I love you, baby. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And, and I couldn't get it any other way, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm so, and I'm so blessed because of that, because I get, I get to be here now. Yeah. And he's at home with our son. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes I know, look, I get it. Sometimes he's probably frustrated. He's like, again, but, but he's there. And let me say, let me be quite honest. And I said this to you, Muscle. Yeah. I'm a Raptors season ticket holder. Uh-huh. Soon as the season starts. Yeah. I'm in a third marriage, eh? Because it's my business, my hubby, and the Raptors. Yeah. And it's like, babe, yes, I'm going to the game. Baby, I'm going to the game. Yeah. Babe, I'm going to the game. But he gets it. Because for, for me, it's my escape from yeah. everything regular. And again, he allows me to do anything. No supportive partner. And I think, too, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you have to actually see if your partner's on side. Because I think it's one of those things that you have to decide not so much what's more important, because marriage is important relationship is important but what's more important because if that person can't get on side with you mm-hmm. you're gonna have to figure out how to maneuver that yes and it's already hard doing a business and if you don't have a supportive partner mm-hmm. there i don't even know what to say i mean that, that might be in the key that might be a bikini question because I, 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 I i've broken up with somebody for that you know it's what i mean exactly yeah. and yeah. and and you have to almost decide like where's my desire where is it coming from? Because I mean, if your husband was not supportive for you to leave your You're nine right. to five to do this, I probably what would you, what been would you do? there still and right. be like, oh my god, like, and in there might be resentment. There right. might be like so all many things that exactly. build up, Fight right? Yeah. Up of and course, all stuff. of course. And, and you have to also navigate. Um, you know, as a woman, are you making more money than your partner? Mm-hmm. And if you are, how do they really feel about that? Mm-hmm. And 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 can they express that? And can you express it? And it, is it our money, my money, mm-hmm. yours? And my- I know. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, there's so much, right? <laughs> <laughs> and 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 then I think that's and that's probably where some of the doubts and the challenges come from. Yeah. I, I don't think it's so much doing the work. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's the support it's just those it's the little things that if you let them fester they become bigger Big things, things. Yeah. um and we're pleasers mm-hmm. as women but sometimes we have to just say you know i don't care how yeah. you feel yeah this yeah. is how it's going to go this is, this it. is it right yeah. and and not try and feel for the other person right mm-hmm. so it's almost like you know if if your wife said to you well i'm going to do x y and you're like well i don't like it well she has two options well right. okay i i hear you mm-hmm. but i don't care yeah or i hear you yeah. and i care but let's i still try can't to figure this let's yeah, try to, or figure, let's try to figure out yeah, yeah. right yeah. so yeah. um that that that's that's a big you know though that's a big thing yeah. <laughs> and, and if and you know what i'll be honest with you i think there's a big difference if you're doing it um if you're doing it and you're not i'm gonna say this and it might sound bad but if you're married yeah or in a common law relationship for a long time, mm-hmm. that's a different dynamic than if you've been with somebody for maybe six months and then you're, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
unless it's different. I don't know. No, for you sure. Can, you might have to like. But I just sometimes I look at it that people want their like if the person does doesn't agree with them, they'll do what they want. The person wants, but I'm like, but you only known them for like six to eight months. <laughs> so what? So what? You know what I mean? But if you've been with them and mm. they've been through, you know, stuff with you, mm. I think that's a that's a deeper discussion. So I would guess what I'm getting from all you guys: relationships are not fifty fifty. Relationships are hundred hundred. Definitely, of course. That's what you're saying, of course, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Oh. <laughs> and then yeah. even the relationships with the, the kids, right? Because yeah. my kids, I don't think my kids know any different, right? Yes. Right? Like, right. I, I think. Obviously, I was working a nine to five when I had my oldest, but like the two younger, like they never re- remembered mommy Girl, in you any. Look so amazing, by oh, the way. Thank you. For three kids. <laughs> Bonfire on you, but you look good. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, they don't know anything outside of yeah. it. So this yeah. is like the norm. But yeah. my oldest was so young; it's like right. she doesn't even recall. Right. So anything this is the normal. That. This yeah. is yeah. the normal, yeah. right? And, and it's and you know the funny thing is with kids. Yeah. If they see it, that's all they know. That's all they so know. So my son, like, Mama, I'm hungry. Go talk to your father. Yeah. Like he he knows Correct. he's going to his dad for food. I'm that's like, it. and when his dad is not in town, I'm like, okay, can you make me some stuff so I can feed your child? Yeah. <laughs> I can still do lunch. I can still do. But and and I, and it sounds funny, yeah. but I say this because I want I want my son to know that our normal mm-hmm. and what should be normal it can be different for everybody. everybody. You know, exactly. so maybe you know Johnny's parents or you know mommy is at home and his mom does X Y Z, but in our house your papa does this and. Your mama does this and we do things together exactly you know I mean? and i find too when you bring your kids to work or bring them to what you do yeah that's all they know that's all yeah. they know so they only know to be helpful yeah to your job yeah that's true them. and and then it becomes a family thing of course you know what i mean and you know i'll say to my son if you give out the flyers to the to the mamas and the papas and the babies that are coming i'll pay you yeah oh no i'll send this up but in his head, it's like, oh, I'm here, so I have to do something, yeah. yep. right? Yep. And and I love what it's so, you know, it's so beautiful watching our kids do. It's true, and and see, like they're us, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like we're trying to make them big, like better people, of course. And they're participating. And I think as a black woman, black female entrepreneur, yeah. that's even more important because I want him, if he ever decides to have kids, to be like, look, I saw how my mom operated. This is, as a woman, if he's with a woman, he's like, you know, this is, if you want to do a business, hun, no problem. I, It's it's normal for him. It's programmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Program, it, yeah it is. Yeah. It really and truly is. And, and it's, I want him to be able to value females and it's positive imagery yes right you know what i mean like i think our generation is is raising kids that this is their norm of course you know what i mean i'm like let's stop talking about what our parents said okay they did it yeah but we're not our parents yeah right so our kids should only know this should be their the the norm Norm. for them that Mm -hmm. you know we're working Mm -hmm. or you know we're entrepreneurs or maybe we're not entrepreneurs but we can encourage them to be the best people they can be and you need to learn how to cook i don't care if you're a boy girl you know you need to wash your own clothes like when did that change yeah Yeah. like when things are taught some things are caught like i think my kids have watched me for the last 10 years you know with everything that i have to do and whether it's them watching me set up stuff at home or me working on my laptop or out at an event they're setting up you know Mm -hmm. my books or my my banners or whatever they see that Mm -hmm. like you said that's their norm it's caught yeah Mm -hmm. very true which makes sense you know i mean let me ask you guys a question that i hear a lot of people say do black women support other black women 
when it comes to business? Yes. 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 I Honestly, yes. that's one thing is, that I hate. That's a weird yeah. question. I hate no. people are like, oh, I don't get along with other females. It's just a weird question. You know, it's a weird question. I don't even know where it started, how it started. Yeah. You know, for I'm telling you, my biggest supporters in business have always come from like the black female community, the biggest cheerleaders saying, hey, you got to check out Nick, check out, she's doing this, she's doing that. Like, you know, so like it always, I, I always question, like, where did that come man. from? Man. <laughs> no, man. No, you know what, though? I'll tell you something. As I've gotten more mature, yeah. I have no problem saying now yeah. that some of it is white men. Mm-hmm. Some of it is just men. Mm-hmm. Some of it is white women. Mm-hmm. And I get it. They want to be us. Yeah. Like, I say it over and over because I want us to understand how powerful we are yeah. and that... We're going to hear all this noise, but the noise isn't important. Yeah. And so when you ask the question, I laugh because I'm thinking, but who would ask that? Yeah. Because you know what? If I need to go, if I need somebody to be a coach, Mm -hmm. of course I'm going to, I see McKinney's stuff all over. So why wouldn't I call her? I may or may not be able to afford it. I might be like, can I get a 15 minute free consultation? But I do those 15 minute free consultations. And just 15 minutes. No, exactly. 14 minutes and about one more minute, right? But but that's what, that's what I would do. If I, you know, want to get more, there's so many women I know that are doing it. Yeah. And and I've, I've been making a conscious effort to try and ask people I know first, right? Now, I think where it may stem from, aside from men, is the fact that people ask the wrong people. So some people might say, I know how to do um, mortgages, or Mm -hmm. I know how to do insurance, or I know how to be a counselor, or whatever the case is. They may know how to do it, but they don't do it well. Yeah. Yes. You know, or I build websites or I do apps or whatever, whatever it is. Right. And then what happens is that the job is done poorly. Mm -hmm. And then people think, don't go to her because she did this to me. But you didn't investigate who you were doing work from. Right. Yes. Like, I know if I come to Two Line Music Hut, I'm getting my tickets. Yeah. Right. I know I'm getting the services and the products that I've that you have actually advertised. No doubt. Yeah. You know what I mean? But bonfire on Ticketmaster. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so I think sometimes some some people who try and get into business don't look at the big picture. They don't yeah. they don't forecast the big like not just I have a service I can provide it. It's you got to market your service. You got to be sure. good at your service. You have to continually improve yourself. Correct. I know you're continually improving what you're doing. You're continually industry we have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm still learning what I'm doing nobody else is doing it, but I still have to learn how to do it better because I know there's people that are going to try. Of but course. I'm still going to be the first and but stay I still above have to the learn. curve. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I think what happens is some people they say they're in business so some black women may say, I'm an entrepreneur, but you're not. You're a worker. Yeah, correct. Right? Or you have a service that you provide and you're okay at it, but you're not great. And you're not really, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But as people that are purchasing these services or using these services or products or whatever the case is, they have to do their own due diligence and can't just lump everybody into it just mm-hmm. because. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then haters as well. Yeah. Right. So there's people that might see your success or your success and say, well, you know, she's only doing it because mm-hmm. insert whatever the because is. Mm-hmm. 
it's disrespectful on so many different levels. Instead of saying, you know what? Well, she's doing her thing and I'm going to try and do my thing too. And maybe I'll surpass her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But why does she have to tear, tear you down? You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. maybe you divorce somebody as a client yeah. and that's okay. But it doesn't mean that you know, you're know you a bad person or providing bad service. It just means that it didn't work. So yeah. go to the next black woman. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, but again... So black women do support black women. Oh, I find it all yeah. the time. Oh, gosh. I was going to say my experience with black women. I've had many black women that have opened the doors for me in every area that I'm doing. Okay. Whether it started with being an author, coaching, me even starting my podcast. Now to opening the door for other women, putting them onto opportunities in the U.S. or giving, you know what I mean, helping them with whatever it is that they're working on. I have black women that reach out to me all the time saying, mm-hmm. I want to write a book. Can you help me? Okay. I want to start a podcast. Can you help me? So. I don't have that experience of us not being able to work, you know, mm-hmm. together. Yeah, we open the doors for each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would you probably say that's an old way of thinking then? No, people's uh, heart bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't even know where that came from. I'm being honest. Like, I never, I so never got Jamaican that. Never <laughs> yeah, yeah. Expression in yeah. the book. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Don't, yeah. I, I never no. understood yeah. it, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And you're the, but, you, but then on the flip side, honestly, Muscle, three other women might sit here and say yes. Yeah. Well, I guess it's based on everybody's experience. And and it might be a cultural thing. It might be an age thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Even with my business, like, um, you know, because I do a lot of referrals, whether it's Mm -hmm. due to financial advisors, real estate agents, you know, uh, real estate lawyers. Uh, When I look at the landscape of who I particularly do most of my, like, referral business with, it's women of color, right? Mm-hmm. Specifically, mostly black women, right? Yeah. Um, I think maybe in that one category, there is maybe an, an, like an Indian, but like everybody else, it's mm-hmm. like they're all black. And the thing is, I feel no way in supporting. I feel no way in referring because back to what Ruby was saying, they offer services with excellence. Mm-hmm. So I can be confident in saying, go to so-and-so. They're going to take care of you. Right. And for me as well, I am also their client so i know firsthand how they deal with me so when i'm referring them to somebody i can be like you can definitely work with this person because you know the service because i know the service so back to what you were saying like there's no for me there's no reason why a you can't open doors help people through the door people have helped me through the doors Mm -hmm. you know vice versa but when you're looking to operate in business you need to give that level of 100%. excellence, yeah. right? Or, or it really, you're doing a disservice to yourself, 100%. right? Do you think you have to work harder as a black woman to prove yourself more, opposed to your counterparts in the same field that you're in? You know, so I'll speak for myself first. What I do, so I'm just going to do quick. What my, my business is is I set up lounges at indoor outdoor festivals mm-hmm. for moms to be able to come and nurse, feed, change their kids' diapers. So because you don't want to do it outside. You don't want to do it in the hot sun. Don't want to do it in the rain. Don't want to do it in a nasty bathroom. Mm-hmm. So there's nobody doing what I do, mm-hmm. right? So for me, no, it's not. It's me being a mother is actually what's my advantage, Got right? You. And me being a mother that's a, a void and I'm filling it. But the difference is, is that when some of the mothers come in and they find out um, it's my business, some some of them, it's actually fascinating to watch. It's like, oh, <laughs> you started this? Yeah. And, and I'm thinking, then I do the kind of internal, are they asking me that because I'm black? Yeah. Because I'm tall? Yeah. Because I don't look like I have a kid? Because I, You know what I mean? Yeah. And then after I'm like, you know what though, but I'm providing a service. So do I work harder? I just work hard at providing excellent customer service. 
Makes if sense. they want to look at the color of my skin, that's perfectly fine. But it actually is totally irrelevant to the business that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that that should be irrelevant in, in so much that you should still provide excellent customer service. For sure. Everything else will come after. If anybody says, well, you're doing a bad job because you're a black woman, that's because you haven't, probably because you haven't provided good customer service. service and yeah. that's what they're going to use because it's the obvious thing, right? Mm-hmm. But otherwise, do a good job. Nobody's going to even have time for that. Come on. You, McKean? Um, I feel like, <laughs> I think it depends on the environment that I'm in. Like I said, a lot of the times I'm in rooms where I am the only or one of few um, black women. And I feel like, let's say the white men or white women that are in that room, they can snap their fingers and get you know a client to pay $10,000. I've been in trainings with other um, consultants. Okay. And they're in the room, they leave for lunch, they come back, they just had four clients over lunch. Yeah. You got four $10,000 clients, but I have to bust my tail mm-hmm. to work a little bit harder because mm-hmm. the demographics of the people that I'm dealing with yeah. at this particular moment cannot afford the $10,000 ticket item, okay. so I have to work harder to get the amount of clients that, let's say, the white coach is getting. There was a six-month span where I took a bit of a break when I was running um, for the elections, and one of the white male coaches in that six-month period made $500,000 coaching. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I just took off six months <laughs> <laughs> so right. I could potentially make a hundred grand, yeah, yeah. and you went hard for six months and you made $500,000. Like, yeah. I would have to work definitely twice yeah. as hard to make what he made in that amount of time. That makes but, sense. But, but can I ask you a question though? Like honestly, so I actually don't believe the hype when people say that they can't afford ten thousand dollars for your services, especially people of color, mm-hmm. right? Because I know we have the money. We do, right? And, and I'm not, right? And I'm not even going to go into the oh well, we spend it on this, that, the other. Because actually, that's that's I know I know a lot of thousand years. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, you know what I mean. Like I know a lot of black people, women and men that actually have a lot of money. Yeah, and it's well, it's, for sure. it's beautiful. For no, sure. it's beautiful. Nowadays, for sure. And and I wonder sometimes it's because maybe like just using like for instance, just using black men or black women as potential clients. Um, that they don't see the value for themselves, Self. yeah, right? Definitely. They'll tell, you should go talk to McKinney because da 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 da, but they don't see it for themselves. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's, it's not so much that you're not a good coach or that you can't make as much, because I, I feel white people live off of, of angst, right? So they're okay paying $10,000 because they're angsty, mm-hmm. right? We've almost been conditioned to not even just hold it in, but we deal with it ourselves. We talk about it with our, you know, our small, but I'm always like, but it makes much more sense to me to speak to a counselor or yeah. to a coach because they don't know me. Or someone that is doing what it is that you want to do. That exactly. Get you, cut you, you know, right. cut out all the, the hard work. Yeah. Don't worry, girl. I'm going to find you some clients. <laughs> no, like, you know, you know what? No, but, I, but I think about that because I, it, it doesn't make sense to me. There's a percentage of the women that I speak with. Like I said, I do the 15-minute consultations, and there's a percentage of them that don't even understand personal development. They don't right. understand. They've never experienced a coach or a mentor. Right. And when For you sure. explain to them, okay, if you invest this much money, you're not you're not investing in me. You're investing in yourself. Right. And I can give them numbers of facts of how much I've invested in myself in one year right. and how far I've gotten. Sometimes they get it. Sometimes right. they don't. Right. And then, of course, the ones that get it are the ones that you want. Your exactly. Let's be real. <laughs> exactly. And you, Nicole? So, uh, you know, that you said to working harder um, than the counterparts. And mm-hmm. as I said, just the industry that I'm in, I would say that regardless of it being a black woman 
it just being a male dominated um, within that category, I would say yes. But for me, like I said, I'm the kind of personality either you 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 see what you get mm-hmm. right and you work with me or you you don't um so i don't really try to do the song and dance of trying to keep up with whomever i just know my own personal goals i yeah. stick to my own personal goals i look at okay this is what i have to achieve for the month break it down weekly break it down daily and that's my focus yeah. i'm not trying to focus on what john doe over there is doing i'm focusing on trying to be better than nicole was a year ago or nicole mm-hmm. was six months ago and with that really in mind like I don't really too, too much care, if you mm-hmm. want to put it that way, as to what m- my male counterparts are doing and or, let's say, non-women, non-black women are yeah. doing. Right. I just know that I'm in a space where I really, really um, want to encourage and highlight financial literacy within our own community because mm-hmm. that part I know is lacking. Um, I'm thankful that there's a lot of people that are stepping up to the plate now. Um, but that's the piece that I'm mostly passionate about. Yeah. You know, what I do as far as a mortgage agent, yes, it helps sustain my family. It does obviously provide me with the lifestyle that I have. But my end goal would be to get everybody like financially, mentally where they need to be because the reality is the wealth within the black community in itself is so lagging that um, that's what I think is my biggest passion. It's not really trying to keep up with right. Mr. It's, Smith next it's, door. It's, it's, it's to make sure that our kids, uh, of uh, like, honestly, it's to make sure that our kids don't have to go through the bad choices Correct. that some of us made, right? Yeah. And and like, by the way, check out her Instagram. Like, yeah. my girl can floss. It's yeah. nice. No. <laughs> nah, man. Like, really. And it, but but and it's, you know, it's funny because I look I look at your Instagram page and I'm like, this is a woman that got a family, yeah. got kids, but she's actually got her money right in her head. And but and then you actually try and get other people on it. That's like, it, it. And, and it's the funny the funniest thing is I think and other people would look at that and go, well, why is she flossing in New York again? You know, it's why McKinney's in Atlanta mm-hmm. again. Like, they're not seeing that you guys work, work hard, hard, hard work right? Hard. And that you're not hard. just doing hard. it for yourself. <laughs> yes. Like hard. legit. I've seen yeah. I've seen some of your posts. I'm like, all she's saying, folks, is just put a two two dollars mm-hmm. in yeah. this kind of account so that you can get this way. You yeah. know, this like, kind of I promised myself my son like my son is not going to be an OSAP child. Yeah. If he yeah. decides to go to university or college, whatever, he's not going to be on OSAP. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got his RESP set up. That's good. And it's not problem. Like, it's not like it's costing me a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. What I've chosen to do, my husband and I, is to use the money the government gives us, and I just dash it away. I didn't yeah. have it before. I just put it there. Yeah. They You're basically up, paying right. for everything. And if he choose, if he says. Mama, I don't want to go to school. I'd be like, all right, bet. Because you know what? He mm-hmm. might decide to be a soccer player because the boy loves soccer. Mm-hmm. He might decide that he wants to start his own business. Okay, we'll roll into RSP and then we're going to find a house for you. Like, that, these yeah. are the conversations but I want to have. That's the mentality him, right? that, you know, that I'm so, like, even with you thinking that way right. and doing that, that's amazing, right? Because yeah. a lot of people don't even think that. Right. They don't know this. So, like, for me, like, that's my biggest mission. Like, Obviously, I, I, I am in that the field where I'm helping people to get into home ownership. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's at least having that mental state to say, okay, how can I 
do better? How can I achieve a little bit better? How can I like put my children on a better pl- right. playing field? Right. right? Exactly. You know, exactly. even the other day, Killer Mike has his show, like the trigger warnings, oh, right? I have oh to see that. I have to look at it. Yeah. So like not to give any spoilers, but like when you see even the statistics of, you know, the black spending and all of this, and obviously that's American statistics, but I'm assuming Canada's not way too far off. Mm-hmm. Like those things are the things that like really, really trigger me. We want to talk about trigger warnings, right? right, right, right? right, 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 right. So like that to me is like the biggest mission. So when you really, when I look at myself, like I said, it's not really about comparing myself to John Smith. Yeah. It's about really trying to pave the way to be like, okay, this is what we need to do as a community, as a people to get into a better space mm-hmm. so that it's like we're championing our own 100%. our own thing 100%. like you know legacy for your kids. Well, and, and that's and, it and, and, oh, honestly, to where people are not so sitting smart. there questioning paying yeah, for exactly. for you know exactly. a coaching because people don't realize sometimes you, you not sometimes you have to invest in yourself Amen. people don't Amen. see Amen. what happens in the Amen. background Amen. as to it really saying yeah like I put a lot on Instagram but for me it's like okay I'm putting it there it's, it's hopeful hopefully to be inspirational, Mm -hmm. but I'm also sharing with you, okay, this is what I've done. This is how I've done things. You know, like for me, I... I grew up in Glendower, moved from Glendower to Galloway. So Brass. it wasn't like, Watch out. Watch you know, out. no, but it's true. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, okay, yeah. I grew up with no silver no, spoon. No, no, no. A lot of the things that I learned did not come from within my household, right? right? At that time, the furthest, A lot the of the things you know, that we learned when we were kids, we have to unlearn. Unlearn. Right? Right. The furthest, right? they would tell yeah. you was save the money under your bed. But that's not a bad, okay, but real talk, that's not a bad idea. And I'll tell you, no, I'll tell you, to a certain extent, to a certain extent, from one matchup to the next. But you know why? You know why I say that? And I know I don't want to. I don't want to derail it. But you know why? Because I. So I'm paranoid sometimes, right? Yeah. I have these like conspiracy theories. I'm like, but what if one day all the backs? Remember that time when Interact went down? Yeah. I would, I, no, no, but hold on. Eastern side. Exactly. Exactly. And I think about that. I'm like, but do people have enough money? Yeah. That if you needed what basic basic life like water, yeah, can you go buy water? Because you can't oh, go interact. you can't go around with your card yeah. and say you know that's why I'm like. But if you have, I started a panty drawer challenge, right? Mm-hmm. And I said to some what? to some women, yeah, I said this is the goal by from January to June have five hundred dollars in your panty drawer yeah. by June. And the reason why, I said, and I said cash, and I, I said that Always. it was a bit jokingly, but it was also that if you need cash, just emerge, just cash that you need to pick mm-hmm. that you didn't, maybe you didn't have in your bank because you got money allocated, whatever, whatever. Do you have that money? It's mm-hmm. just, the, and it's, it's the little things. It's like if you throw a partner or a susu. I, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. Running, I'm running a partner hand right yeah. now. Like I'm, I'm about combining some of the old school stuff that yes. our parents did because honestly let me tell you something some of the partners people's people's houses that they're currently living in that mm-hmm. was from their grandmothers or their you know their grandparents or their parents were because of partner hands you know for what sure. i mean of course but again true mixing it with you know the new stuff of course every you have to have the different streams going We've on never you know as kids coming up they never taught us about stocks and never. bonds and never. another thing that you see a lot is even insurance Mm-hmm. Where you see when somebody dies, the first thing you see listen. go up is a GoFundMe. Oh, that breaks down. I had that, to learn. Listen, my sister passed away in 2012. The mm-hmm. hardest experience I've ever had to deal with in my entire life. Mm-hmm. But that was when I had to understand about yeah. insurance. Yeah. Yep. Like, she had life insurance through work. Yeah. She thought she was leaving money to her, her daughter and she was going to be okay. But because she died of natural causes. So if she had died from, say, I don't know, somebody murdered her. 
she would have got the full amount. That's, but because that's she weird. died from natural causes, she got a small percentage of that that barely covered the cost of the funeral. Yeah. So I had to learn right yep. after that. Yep. I have life insurance. I have mm-hmm. a will. I have mm-hmm. a power of attorney. Mm-hmm. I have everything. You can't play with that. Yeah. You know so what I, mean? I will say you need to bring women back that yeah. are going to talk about financial literacy for black women. Yeah. And I say that with respect because women live longer than men. Okay. Women are also caretakers, yes. right? So we're the generation as well that sometimes we have to take care of older parents and we have to take care of our kids. Mm-hmm. My, my gra- actually, tomorrow is one year, one year that my grandmother passed, okay. okay? My grandmother had Alzheimer's. She died of pneumonia, complicated pneumonia, but she had Alzheimer's. This woman, single, single woman, she had written, before she actually even got fully diagnosed, she had written her will. Yeah. She had a power of attorney. She had a living will. She paid for her funeral. She had insurance. <laughs> like, and I'm thinking, this is progressive yeah, because there's sure. so many mm-hmm. people of her generation, my mom's generation, and my generation that don't have insurance because they're like, well, why you want to kill me off? Yeah. Or they don't have a will. They don't talk to their children about this. And this is actually part of the entrepreneur. I'm going to loop back to the yeah, entrepreneur thing. They, they don't talk to their children about it. So, Again, somebody passes and nobody knows anything. Yep. GoFundMe start coming up and I'm ready to stab my computer, right? Trust and I'm thinking me. if somebody just spent $20 a month, right, mm-hmm. on insurance that would work for them, their children wouldn't have to be trying to find money. People wouldn't have to be arguing within their families. If you are an entrepreneur, you wouldn't have to be taking money from your business or money that you've made or money that you've saved to pay for these things that are just regular life stuff and i'll be honest with you guys there's nobody that can say i didn't know Mm -hmm. and people do say it right hold on hold on okay i'll tell you the truth hold on on. let's speak just our generation okay okay for anybody to say to me i didn't know about insurance i'm like you're lying because everybody when you watch this podcast everybody has one friend in insurance for sure everybody has one friend that's in mortgages. Mm-hmm. Everybody has one friend that does whatever, right? But so this was can- the this was what happened though. I was approached about insurance for years. Mm-hmm. After they start getting into this complicated stuff, the first thing I do is put that one side. <laughs> I, I, I don't want it. It's too complicated. Right. There's okay, you could get term, you could get life, right. you could get fifty thousand right. if you do right. this. It's too complicated. <laughs> okay. What really saved me was my wife. Of course it was. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you actually thought that we would think different? Frederick. My hubby got insurance, insurance because I got him insurance. And she's I said, in insurance. But, and that's why I'm saying, mm-hmm. again, black women entrepreneurs, yeah. we have to take care of ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And let me throw out the critical illness because what if you 100%, have insurance, 100%. but something happens yeah. to you and you don't, and you, don't ha- you can't work, yeah. and you, right? So, we're smarter, yeah. right? We're smarter and we have to, we, we, and I say we because we collectively have to talk to each other and mm-hmm. say, girl, I'm so happy that you've got your yeah. business started. And then That's share great. the information. Share the information. Yeah. Yeah. And nudge people, yeah. Yeah. right? So if you, we, you if got we, the thing done, if, yeah, right. if we say yeah. we're ride or die and we will diss for our friends and that, then make sure that they're covered and yeah. they might resist and they might fight. But you know what though? I'll tell you something and this might sound mean to say, but if somebody says to me, yeah, let's go to Miami. I'm the first one, first of all, to be like, I'm down. But 
That same Miami money can cover a whole year of insurance for you, your child, and your and your and your but partner. Even if we're you know? going, the first thing is asked: Do you have travel insurance? Well, that's, that's my first question. I'm not going nowhere to go die and can't come but back. Exactly, and and it's mm-hmm. just it's frustrating, you know, as a business person mm-hmm. to watch it. Yeah, it really is, and and I feel that we do a disservice to the future generation, which is generally our kids or people that we know, by not doing it. And I think that's part of owning a business, mm-hmm. yes. right? Just be, like think about the whole, not about, again, not about what service do I provide? That's really irrelevant. It's, it's, it's the, the customer it's the service. Legacy of it. It's the legacy of it. And mm-hmm. and honestly, if it's just a cash grab, I get it. Yeah. Own that part. But I don't want to be a 50-year-old, 60-year-old, 70-year-old woman trying to still work because I have to, Yeah. right? right? And I don't want my kids to feel that oh, I only have one my kid to feel <laughs> speaking something into my girls <laughs> you know I don't want if you want a my one. child to feel I know right to feel yeah. that I didn't do enough to take care of my husband and I or that we didn't prepare ourselves and that they don't have that burden mm-hmm. and we don't have an excuse we really we really don't we don't have an excuse no we have we have google and we have people to talk to it's not hidden anymore exactly one time you need an encyclopedia to look up things you didn't really have certain conversation Mm -hmm. with your parents accessible but now there as you said there is no excuse but everybody knows but i will say too when you have the discussion about um you know financial stuff Mm -hmm. West Indian, I can't speak for the African communities because mm-hmm. I don't know, but a lot of West Indian people have a really bad habit okay. of not speaking to their children about money. For sure. For but, sure. But, but, and I'm talking about parents, parents yeah. and grandparents. For sure. So that's something that I'm, I'm throwing it out there to for future, for yeah. future, because <laughs> it, it hurts my heart to see people, brothers and sisters, auntie and uncles, squabbling over money that A, doesn't belong to them, mm-hmm. but because of hard-headedness stubbornness fear whatever it is not having that conversation with a family member that decision the families break up yeah. over stuff like that For sure. and and, again, all the time. and and if you're an entrepreneur and you have a business and you don't have provisions in place mm-hmm. for what may happen if something does happen to you then it becomes a squabble and it becomes over money mm-hmm. over over things that should never have happened so that that's part of it as well it, at all. it doesn't at all. it's you not fair I mean? it's not fair and it's not right yeah it's not Crazy. fair and it's not right what got you guys each into your respective field? Why did you go into the field that you guys are in? Hmm. So I, I'm an organizer person, okay. right? And I'm that person that, I, and I always say, I'm not an event planner. I'm an event producer. I, okay. I produce. I do. So people who know me know that I manage talent. And my job job, I'm an executive assistant. So when you're an executive assistant, you have, you know, I'm at the high level, I, you know, I'm an executive assistant to a CEO and a president. So organizing things, making things fit, you know, customer service, HR, like just making sure everything is going smoothly is how I got, you know, into doing what I do. Got because you. I was like, ooh, I see another idea. Ooh, I see another vision. Ooh, I see your talent. And give us the name of your company. It's called Baby Station. Okay. Uh, French way, because everybody in Canada, in Toronto knows French, uh, B-E-B-E station. Okay. Um, and then Station Bebe as well. And um, that's one of the things I do. Um, and I'm going to be getting into the sex business soon. Yeah. You might want to explain that. <laughs> yeah. Elaborate. Yes. So. This is where, listen, everything just went like this. Like, <laughs> we just don't so, want to start any rumors. We want right? to make sure you're So, so 
first of all, Good. Um, in April, I'm bringing um, Auntie Angel, who also known as the Grapefruit Lady, yeah. to mm. Toronto. Mm. And so, as a sidebar, so I'm an executive assistant professional in the, in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I do baby station um, for moms and you know that progressive stuff. Yeah. And then I realized black women, because I love my sisters, right? Yeah. Black people in this city, y'all freaks, right? 100%. And And it's not even a bad, it's so beautiful to see people expressing their love in different yeah. ways. Mm-hmm. And what's, and again, it comes back to me organizing things. It's like, I'm like, who people would like to see her. Why not bring her? Mm-hmm. And then there's another two other people that I'm working on bringing as well, a couple that are in the kink lifestyle as well. And it's not, I mean, I say the sex because my mom might watch this. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed. Clearly What's I've had sex, right? Posh, right? Posh, right? <laughs> but what I've noticed is that we're talking about it more. Yes. 100%. We're participating more. Mm-hmm. Yes. We need our own spaces, mm-hmm. right? And it's one of those things that I think... I genuinely believe in the next five years, mm-hmm. we will own our own spaces. Mm-hmm. We might not own clubs, mm-hmm. but we'll own our own spaces um, yes. to have these kind of conversations, these kind of events without ego, mm-hmm. without feeling embarrassed. No and not like, yo, you hear so-and-so, not she does so, and you know that <laughs> she's a, because I mean, I can't lie. Yeah. I've heard stuff. I know people. <laughs> but th- so this is another thing that I'm getting. So getting back to your question, it's that, you know, this is just, Organizing. I like yeah. organizing. I like people. I like people to have knowledge, Me right? Yeah. And when people, when you want people to have knowledge, you organize stuff, of course, right? Like you've done, you know, your events. You want people to know about money. I want people to know about, you know, moms. And the thing about my baby station business as well is that I get a lot of moms that maybe have just had their their kids and they want to get out of the house, mm-hmm. but they need a safe space to be able to nurse or change their kids, right? Because it's hard. I mean, yeah. you guys remember when you, mm-hmm. you have diaper bag and you forget your diaper, so you got to mm-hmm. go home. I'm trying to just keep it all contained and in a really nice, posh, bougie kind of way. You know Makes what sense. I mean? And then again, you know, bringing the grapefruit lady here, it's because women want pleasure their man, right? I kind of so, want to ask about this grapefruit lady, but we'll do, I kind of we'll, we'll, do, we'll do it off camera because I'll, I'll yeah. tell you exactly, because you'll be selling the tickets for me. <laughs> um, but I, I think getting into my business, getting into the business that I do, it's also the fact that when I see a void, I want to fill it. Of course, right? that's, that's a true said, entrepreneur. And knowledge is power, mm-hmm. right? And maybe, and I, I like to try it once. It might not, it might fail. Yeah. But I'm gonna try it because I don't, and and, and I may not participate, mm-hmm. but the forty other sisters might. And yeah. guess what? They're gonna be forty other people that are gonna be, maybe even more that might benefit mm-hmm. from what we learn. You know what I mean? So Makes sense. that's that's my start, and that's where I am. You, McKinney, what made you actually get into your field that you're into? So I got into personal development at a time in my life where I was in a serious transition. Okay. Um, I was going through a divorce, Um, my sister passed away, I was dealing with a whole lot, and it was me investing into myself and the transition that it made in my life and the difference that I seen it make in my household, in my income, in my mindset, in my health, in everything. And I said, I wanna do that for other people. And it started with one self-help book, transitioned into four books, transitioned into an app, transitioned into a podcast, transitioned into a whole bunch isn't of things, that, but it, it was just all amazing? just under one umbrella of just improving the quality of people's lives. Mm-hmm. And that's where everything started and from one to four to app to podcast, it to snowballed. Here today. It, it, it took on a life of its own. Honestly, it was just from doing what I'm passionate about. I just, I want to 
the difference that it made in my life, yeah. I wanted everyone else to feel that. Right. Exactly. That good. makes sense. So yeah. you're not you're not being selfish. You want other Definitely people to not. feel it also. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it's about. And you, Nicole, what got you into financial services? So she liked money. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> that too yeah. but what i will say it's as i said it was bigger than just the like mm-hmm. or because i don't think i really like money money is a tool let's put right. it out there right yeah. money is a tool and um we're just stewards of yeah. it right so that's one but it was realizing at a very very young age obviously that um the dispro- disproportionate um in wealth within especially my community you know it's not hard to see not hard to understand and then when i got into finance like as far as being within the bank world mm-hmm. i was just always that inquisitive person how did you attain this how did how does this work how does this work and then because of the person that i am i'm also that sharer i would never just get information and hoard it i would be like did you know you could do this I did know. you know you could yeah. do that <laughs> did you know we could get a house you could like so i was always that person that's did just trying know? to give out information right and then it was like okay well you know what I'm just going to start sharing the information and then it just kind of snowballed exactly into what it is that I'm what I'm doing. So like I said I'm a mortgage agent but more so than that I look at myself as an actual money coach, right? Yeah. Like it's really getting people into that right mindset set and um really just understanding that it's not about just the here and now. Like how are you building for the next generation and generations to come because true wealth yeah. outlives at least three times like three generations sure. past the for person sure. that's actually transferring it that's wealth right that's riches. wealth yeah. right so if, if you're if you're passing on and it goes to your son and then it goes to your grandson then your great grand that that's wealth yeah. right and that's to the level that yeah. my mind is yeah. really at it's not about so yeah i i, I like nice things mm-hmm. you know <laughs> i like to yeah. i like to live but i'm being very on like i'm yeah. when i tell you that like we're very financially like aware as to yeah. what things are and where things are yeah. um, and the building and development looking at the net worth you know income is important but like what does your net worth look like what does that look like versus last year yeah. are we improving you know if we're not improving how are we like doing things and you know McKean and I were talking earlier when we we're talking about the different streams of income in today's society just being real you have to have multiple you know so like you know so Again, if you work a nine to five, that's cool. But a nine to five ain't getting you where you really want to be from a wealth perspective. Mm -hmm. So having a a side hustle or Mm -hmm. having like your books, having the app, having like so many different little things on the go is so necessary. And um, this is essentially what differentiates, I guess, entrepreneurs from people that are just dabbling in the space. Trying to think. Trying to think. Yeah. 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 And what it seems like, it seems like all you guys share the same sentiment. You guys wanted to share what you guys discovered Mm -hmm. with other people. You know what I mean? You know, okay, there was a void. Let me fill it. It worked for me. Let me tell other people. I found out some information. Let me tell some other people too. You know, though, I I think you have to, there's a part, there's a, there's that part that you genuinely, genuinely have to want to give back. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I actually, I like money. Yeah. Right. And and I, I made a very bold. I said, I was supposed to be rich. Yes. Right. But I said, just because I'm saying I was supposed to be doesn't mean that I won't be. Of course. Right? Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I think, though, that, again, to your point, you get the information, but you want to share it because you yeah. know what? When I eat, the crew of eats. Of course. Yeah, right. For sure. And when the crew, like, when, and, and if every crew eats, then we're good. Of course. And I think that's where we're getting to that stage that 
everybody must yam yeah, yeah. on the knowledge that of we have. And if you choose to go hungry, that's on you. That's eh? Exactly. Yeah. That's on I you. I gave you, I gave you the that's, knowledge. That's, that's, that, that's it. That's yeah. it. That's I, I, I wholeheartedly yeah. agree with that. Right. So no one can ever say, oh, Nicole wasn't a resource. Right. I'm an open door to right. everybody. Like yeah. if people send me DMs, I'm not that person that's like, oh, like I check them. Mm-hmm. I respond. I try to give as much information as I can. I do my money Mondays where you can ask me whatever questions I respond. I will mm-hmm. answer. People will hit me up and be like, hey, how did you get into becoming a mortgage agent? How did you do this? How did you do that? Like I and it's, it's never bothersome to me because for me, I realize, OK, Nicole, maybe you're at a space where it's not necessarily you're an anomaly, but you kind of really are. And I understand and, and what, you what under- you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, if you can kind of help edge somebody, right. you know, back to, you know, opening the doors. Right. And it, it, it might not necessarily mean like you are literally carrying them, but that one piece of information right. could be what they needed in order yeah. to propel them to and that you, next and space. And you might never even know that what you said or the question you responded to. Correct. That it, exactly. Yeah. And and, yeah. That, and that's where I'm saying that we have to also be givers. Yes. Like, there's almost like a, I don't want to use the word charity, but you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you have to have that, that genuine, I the actually want back. to help something. So yeah, even though I back. want to have like, in my head, I'm going to sell my business. My big goal is to sell my business to a big company mm-hmm. and chill. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I still have to do the work, mm-hmm. but I still want to give back. And of my course. giving back is giving back to mothers who I know might be postpartum, might have just come, like whatever, whatever, whatever. I just want to give back. But you yeah. have to have that little genuine part of, of what you're doing, especially as an entrepreneur. Because, you know, I really believe that if we don't give, we're the ones that are going to help, like our business you're, you're is going to be held up. Yeah, yeah. It, it, of course. Right. Because I, all of us, I think, can think about that one person that consciously or unconsciously gave us a piece of advice or did something for us or whatever that actually took us to the next level. Of course. Yeah. And they might never know. Yeah. We might never even have a chance to tell them. Mm-hmm. But it was just that, yeah, I heard like you and I both like Gary Vee, right? But Gary, Gary, Gary Vee, love down. a chat. This is where I take control of it. <laughs> <laughs> That was my next question. Because okay. listen, mm-hmm. this is this is what I did this morning. I said, okay, I'm going to reverse engineer all you guys. Oh, yeah. And that's it was, what he was yeah. <laughs> There was two people that we were all following. Okay. One was Dwayne Morgan, mm-hmm. and the next one was Gary V. Mm-hmm. So all three all right. of us are following. Okay. All of us. Yeah. All of us. All of us, Dwayne Morgan. Okay. All of us, Gary V. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I want you guys to explain to me. What it is you guys like about Gary Vee and what do you take away from Gary Vee? So first of all, let's yeah. make sure that if Gary Vee, not if, when Gary Vee comes to your podcast, yeah. you call all three of us yeah. right? <laughs> to be here. Right? We got Thank that. Thank you for putting that out there. Please make sure that makes the edit. I'm looking in the camera. No, not make sure. Gary Vee, we will, we will be here with yeah. muscle here doing this podcast. Okay. So, uh. um, Gary V is like the voice in your head mm-hmm. that says, stop procrastinating, mm-hmm. stop making excuses, and just do, do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So remember how we were talking about the fact that some people are dabblers, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I think I want to try a ting. And there's people that are like, I'm going to try this, come hell or high water, yeah. how broke I'm going to get, how tired I'm going to be, but let me try it. If it doesn't work, at least I tried it. If it didn't work, that's what Gary V for me, yeah. every time I listen to him, I'm like, and, and the, the thing about Gary Vee is that he's very consistent. Mm-hmm. His, message just, his message comes out 
the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe in different countries, different experiences, but it's the same thing. And I, I laugh when he's when these young people, and I say young people meaning like, you know, the ones, but if I did it, he's like, but you shouldn't be at home watching Lost. Yeah, you should be at home on your socials. You should be. So he's, he is saying, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I listened to that. I'm, I'm reading Crushing. I had the picture on my, uh-huh. on, um, on my Instagram. And I'm thinking, if Gary Vee responded to a DM or he slid into my DMs, yeah. would he be like, I see you doing mm-hmm. and I want VaynerMedia. Like VaynerMedia yeah. is going to help and bring you to the, you know, bring Baby Station Lounge to the Jets. And the, dude, first of all, I'd be like, bet. Yeah. And then secondly, <laughs> it's like he saw my hustle. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's what I 100% appreciate. He, he's he's end goal guy like he yeah. wants to buy the jets but as he said it's not about buying the jets it's about trying it's about trying and yeah. I thought about this yo yeah. that's so true uh, I love my business but I'm not married to my business mm-hmm. right so if somebody said guess what we'll give you a grip of money for it I'd be like bet because this effort to get to that stage that it's so valuable that somebody wants to buy it mm-hmm. Then I'll call Nick. I'll call Nick and be like, "Yo, I got all this money to invest. What should I do with it?" You're McGeady. What does Gary V mean to you? What has he done? Has he changed your life? How does he impact your life? Uh, So I started following Gary V probably I don't know six seven years ago uh, when I was in real estate. Yeah. He came. He did a conference. Well, it was a conference for Remax. There was thousands of realtors there, and okay. they hired him to come and speak. Okay. And from the minute he opened his mouth, I was like, I like this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every other person mm-hmm. in the room, like, a, mm-hmm. thousands of white people sitting mm-hmm. there in their suits, and they're like, oh, you know, because <laughs> he started swearing. But I love, right I love away. the fact that he's real. He's authentic. He's transparent. He's like no nonsense. Yeah. And like you were saying, like it's all about action. For me, I'm sick and tired of people talking about things. I don't want to hear about it if you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I don't care. Do it. Just do it. If you're going to show me that you're going to do it, I'll help you do it. Straight. Let's just not talk about it unless mm-hmm. you're going to do it. So Gary Vee is very much on the the you know keeping it real and and taking action. And I think everything that he's been saying, like you said, for years on how he forecasted how the internet works and and how all these things work he was so on point with it yeah so i listen listen he's a genius yeah. beyond. <laughs> beyond. i take his beyond. advice I, I follow him on all platforms uh, linkedin all right. twitter <laughs> instagram <laughs> facebook oh my goodness I, yeah. gary v all day yeah yeah you know that mm-hmm. you know cool what does yeah. gary v mean to you bro? so i think we're all gonna like saying the same thing yeah you know i for me the biggest thing was i loved his mouth yeah right like <laughs> the the f-bombs here yeah. the this that because like again it's like it's either to me he kind of reminds me of like me it's either you mess with me yeah. or you don't 100%. there's no in between right 100%. and um i love that and then also obviously the go-getter attitude it's like i i'm not to say that people don't have can't have excuses mm-hmm. but like come on yeah. yeah like there there's a point where you gotta push through yeah. the excuses go, go, or you go. know what don't i don't want to hear it anymore no, it's like just go. wasted air yeah, yeah. you know 100%. and i really especially now like in the very very beginning i used to listen to people oh the woe is me yes oh like honestly i don't want the invites i would say yeah i would say it's been about like two years now i I don't got time for it like i really don't so once i hear that we're going down this road you know what i I really like it's not happening yeah no like like like, guess get off so that's to me that's 100 percent gary v how he is how he operates he doesn't even give you an opportunity to get to that pity party stage and um even to what mckinney said i love it's like he is very um like 
like futuristic yes. like as far as for foreseeing where things are going right. above the curve yes right and he, and he says it and he he tells you you do it or yeah. you don't do it correct like, the man says facebook ad- okay facebook sponsored ads or ig sponsored ads they're cheap they're right. exactly okay. and he said if you don't if okay. you don't do them now yes. in the next let's say three to five years it's gonna be you cannot afford it yeah. and you know what and i heard that and i was yeah. like okay because you know you know what it is too okay and sometimes we don't know how to do things but yeah. as he also says you can google mm-hmm. it exactly. you can go on youtube yes. and there's there's everything right yeah. correct so i said let me try a thing yeah right so I actually tried to do a Facebook ad, and I, I don't know if it worked. Like I think I kind of did it, but I thought, but I got people liking my page. Correct. Right? So I it worked. Yeah. Now I will. I'm. I actually like the Instagram sponsor post because I find because a lot of the things I do are more visual, it makes yeah. more sense. But again, I'm thinking this man is saving me more money. Correct. Than if I was to try and advertise in today's parent yeah. or you know in a, on a radio station or whatever. Yeah. Because you're hitting the audience direct. One hundred percent for a hundred dollars. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Do you know how much traction you can get for a hundred dollars? I think one one key thing I got from Gary Vee where he was talking about. He said social media made marketing for everybody an even playing field. Even, yeah. and that's yeah. where I started totally. to focus on social media totally. so hard. Yeah, yeah. It's like. It's free. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Free with a little bit it of pain in your quick. That's yeah. even yeah. the reason why we're even sitting here 100%. today. Yes. Today. Yeah. yeah. It's because of what we all learned. We said, okay, let's get together and talk about this. Tag up Gary Vee. Yeah. Tag up Gary Vee. Tag up. Tag up. I'll tell you something. We're going to manifest this, and I'll tell you why. Because okay. I remember when he came to town and you were there, because I listened, I watched the Toronto, um, the Toronto broadcast, and you actually got to ask him a question. Yeah. And then you said to him, Gary, next time you come to Toronto, I want you to be on my podcast. And he said, yes. Yeah. And I heard I that. that. I heard that. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I need to call Muscle <laughs> to make sure that I can I come. I connect for you. You have the connect. connected with, yeah. Wow. And, 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 truth, and, and truth be told, you know, he's that person that he actually gives out free, he gives out advice that other people would have to pay thousand, dollars $50,000 for, yeah. for free. And he says yeah. that. I give you advice for free. He's like, I like to give advice and see it comes back to the point of giving right yes it is if you're an entrepreneur you will give you will give his experience crazy right even when he's telling people to sell he's like you must have like a bunch of crap that you can list right now and then people are like yeah i sold and i got a thousand dollars this weekend or i sold this and i got like whatever whatever yeah it's like yeah really like there's like just move if there's anything that people can yeah. take away from it's just move He's just cool. do it and, cool. and, and you cool. know though and acknowledge that you might be fearful mm-hmm. because I, I think you almost have to have a healthy as an entrepreneur you have to have a healthy fear of course because right? we all have like again I've said that you know if I fail I fail but you have that oh that self-doubt that yeah. you know yeah. but Normal. if you don't get to that like I feel that failing or losing a lot of money or spending a lot of money or even wasting a lot of money on projects that I've done it made me a better person of because course. I understood, hmm, maybe I should stop, wait, try and get sponsorship dollars, or maybe I should stop, wait, and wait for somebody for a partner. But then I realized, no, I like doing things by myself because yeah. you know what? Mm-hmm. People like to drag their feet. But again, he teaches you that it's okay to fail, yeah. but it's what you do after you fail, yeah. correct? Keep going. Just you know? go. And, Just and, go. I'll, and I'll tell you something else, it's, which is kind of fascinating to me too. I try 
and support, you know, black people, try and support, you know, black women, black men. But, but sometimes common sense is just common sense, right? Mm-hmm. And even Gary Vee himself, he's like, look, I'm, you know, from Belarus and, you know, I went to school with like, you know, I'm sure he went to school with enough black people or whatever, whatever. Of course, and and I look it. at him, it's like, he's not even trying to, he's actually saying, don't use it as an excuse. And there's, when I first heard, I was like, ooh, but, uh, but then I thought, but he's kind of right, because mm-hmm. if you're going to do it, you're just going to do it regardless. Yes. If, if it becomes an excuse, well, you know how they treat black people in business, then you're, that means you're not going to do, and that means you've got the pity party. You know, and you have your excuses. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you have, to, you have to be bigger than your excuse. You have right? to. And, it, and really back what to what we were even talking about when you were saying, like, you know, as a black female, do you find that it, and, and just being very honest for me, like, I don't focus on that. We, it's either you That's ride with me or you don't, right? right? I or know you, what or you pay me or you don't. Or exactly, right? <laughs> and then because I already know what the bigger goal, the bigger vision right. is right. for for myself, for my business, what I'm trying to leave, leave as far as the legacy. Like I don't have time to be looking at right. okay, who isn't supporting, right. who isn't. Right. I right. honestly like people probably talk about me. I don't see them. I don't right. care. Who cares? Right. I don't like. I'm being very yeah. honest, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm in my own yeah. little bubble sometimes yeah. that I'm just like, oh, that's happened. 100%. That's what's happening. Are you really like, 100%. like, are you sure? 100%. Like, you know? 100%. And people be like, yeah, Nicole, this is. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I'm like that person that just rolls off my shoulder. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, yeah. whatever. You have thick skin as an yeah. entrepreneur. You do, and then yeah. I think too, and even I think your circle makes a big difference yeah. too, right? Because if your circle's always reporting back the people that might be saying something to you, then it's yeah. like, ooh, I gotta shed you circle. Yeah, of course. And they're, they're participating. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. I agree. And they're right? participating in the process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 No, exactly. That's it. Exactly. I got one. There's one round called the Rapid Facts. We're going to get to that just now, but there's one question I want to ask all you guys. Okay. You didn't ask about Dwayne Morgan. Ah, I'm oh. going to tell Dwayne. <laughs> Let me tell oh. you guys. You guys are my second Black History podcast coming. Ooh, He's ooh. my first. Uh, ooh, ooh. I can't hear you. I know. (laughs) When it comes, what advice would you give any young black girls that wants to come into entrepreneurship? What would you tell them? Uh, I would tell them to be clear about what it is that that your objective is. Know what it is that you want. Know what it is that what you're trying to get into. You need to be specific. And when I say specific, specific about your industry, specific about your niche, specific about the amount of money you want to make. Because there's a lot of women that come to me that want to get into entrepreneurship and they have no clue about nothing. I'm like, yeah. you need to stick with your nine to five. Correct. If you want to manifest something, then you need to be very specific about right. it. Mm-hmm. So I would say be specific. Be specific. And then adding to that, because everything she said, I agree with, it's also doing it for the right reason. Mm-hmm. Some I have a lot of people that hit me up and it's like, I, I, I want to do it because I see you doing this. Right. Okay, well, you see the end product, but you don't know what is going on. Yeah. So if you're not really doing this for the real love of yeah. why I'm, like I'm telling you, like I said, I'm passionate about the financial literacy. Yeah. Like that's, I would do this in my sleep. I will do this for free. I will do this day in, day out. So don't look at what it is that I'm doing and think that, oh, because Nicole's doing this and she's achieved this, that okay, that obviously everybody can achieve it and can do it. But the passion when you're not getting a check, it's real. It's oh. a different okay. story. It, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's real. more than the money, when you're, things you're get done. hard, you'll quit. You'll it, exactly. Done. Right? There's no longevity to it. So be clear, yeah. but also don't do it because you feel like, oh, this is an opportunity for me to make money. Right. Because making money might take a while. Yeah. You know? So that's and, it. And, and ask 
for advice from people, not necessarily who have made it, but people that you're seeing that are being consistent with it. Yeah. So you can ask your girl, oh, do you think I should start a business? And your girl's probably gonna say, yeah, girl, mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. But that's not the advice you necessarily need. Like, you may not know McKinney or not know Nicole, but slide into the DMs and say, you know what? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Like, I, I know you guys, just like I, I have, have had so many people have called, mm-hmm. can I talk to you? You know, I want to run an idea by you. And, and it's funny, I, had to, I actually had to start saying, you know what? Mm-hmm. Give me kind of like a two-minute elevator speech on what it is because I don't have time to waste, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I can't help you figure out mm-hmm. of course. your career right. goal or, or, you know, your entrepreneur. But I will talk to you and you have to listen to people that actually get what you're trying to say. Makes it sense. doesn't make sense to try and talk to a nine to five person about being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. right? Because they're going to say, well, maybe you, like, sorry, they may say, maybe you should just stick with this because, you know, if you take the risk and Because their mindset is based exa- on their experience. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you need people that you see that maybe they do have a nine to five and maybe they do have a business on the side and they say, ask me anything mm-hmm. ask them yeah right and listen when they respond to that's you that's what it don't is. just say well listen. that's what she said i'm not going to do because i don't like that advice mm-hmm. well then you're done you know what i yeah. mean yeah. you're done make sense. And youth man youth yeah. <laughs> is a gift okay you threw it's it in let's get to give me a quick answer why you guys followed the win mr morgan he's a staple yeah, in the community for sure. okay like i Remember the very, very first time I probably went to one of his poetry events. I was probably mm-hmm. maybe 15, 16. Okay. Staple. Wow. Right? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. So that, that was about two years ago? I know. Muscle wants a mortgage. I know, I know, I know, I know. So definitely staple, very consistent. Mm-hmm. He, like, when I, when I think of black leadership or just mm-hmm. leadership period yeah. for the our city for our country like he would be on that list for sure yeah 100 percent. yeah, yeah. Yep. i've been i've known Dwayne since high school following him since talent shows mm-hmm. back in the day when i was going to pearson yeah um yeah we've been connected ever since okay mm-hmm. definitely known him for a long time just like everybody else and and it's funny because again him being an entrepreneur as well and i produced one of his shows okay because i was like let me try a thing yeah and and you know what good guy he's watching this so i have to you know <laughs> but and also we share a love of the raptors so yeah. he and i can go to raptors games together and we get kind of wild so, all right yeah all good, right you good see people. Big good, him up, good big people up yeah good, good people good and you know though and yeah. there's very few good people mm-hmm. um that you see that have hustled yeah right so i think we have to keep good people around us of course and then celebrate them when you know like because we know what it takes Mm -hmm. yeah and for you to be like i'm telling you like i'm saying 15 16 that's to show you like how long he's been doing it right so it's a consistent yeah exactly right (laughs) and it's uh you know giving people their flowers while they're here right while they could smell them yeah yeah all right let's get into this round here we're gonna poetic though while they can smell them I know a thing or two, don't worry. Okay, this round is called the Rapid Facts Round. I spit off some quick questions, you answer it quickly. All right? We're going to go. The pressure. (laughs) Pressure, pressure. Since you're talking about pressure, we're starting this way. Okay. So you go first. Okay. All right, it's simple. What's your wallpaper on your phone? Um, my no. business. Oh, on sorry, on one of my phones because I got two phones. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> my business, awesome. and then yeah. on the other one, my son. Okay, yours. Me and my man. 
Okay. My book cover. Okay. <laughs> What's the last thing you Googled? Oh. Oh, I'd have to like check now. I, I don't. Oh, crap. Can we come back to me? I don't remember. What's the last thing I Googled? I'm trying to do this on my. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I Googled YouTube yeah. because I wanted to listen to jazz music okay. at work. Yeah. So that's what I Googled. Good. The last thing I Googled was um, a studio in Toronto because I was asked to speak at an event and I wanted to look at the studio. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. So the last thing I Googled was event spaces. Right. You guys are on the same wavelength. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Fast food or home cooking? Oh, from the socialite, right? From the, from the former socialite. So whatever I say now, my black card might be revoked. Hey, hey, I'm going to say Home cooking when it's what I really, really like. Okay. But I can't lie, I'm a sucker for McDonald's fries, eh? Okay, fierce for it. No, You're but it's bad. I'm going to go with home cooking. Home cooking. Yeah. Sharon Stone yeah. every time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are you a cooker or a cleaner? Cleaner. Okay. I'm great at both, but I... Well, no, but watch it, though. I'm I great know. That <laughs> wasn't the question. Out there. Putting it out there. But I enjoy cleaning. It, it relaxes me. Yeah. Okay. Cleaner. Cleaner. Okay. When it comes to reggae music, do you prefer dance hall or mm. lover's rock? Oh. Okay. That's so tough. I think you and I generationally yeah. say... So I'm going to say dance hall. Okay. But I'm saying dance hall like old school dance hall. Yeah. Like... Um, like Buju, Wayne, um, Supercat. 90s. Like, okay. Yeah, 90s. I'm a 90s dance hall. Got you. Lover's Rock. Lover's Rock. You're so romantic. <laughs> I, I would have to say dance hall, but that's like really close though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You strike me as a dance hall yeah. guy, right? You know, I can't even lie. I can't even lie. And that's even new school. Right. Yeah. yeah right. No, I'm, don't worry. I was about to talk about the mattress. No, I'm joking. Stop. Stop. Okay. Who's the last person you called or text? I texted the hubby to let him know that I reach. Okay. My daughter. A client. A client. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, they're all talking about family. I'm like, no. <laughs> Last place you've been on vacation. Oh, I think it was, was it Jamaica? Like, sorry, in, like just in general? In general. Could have been in your backyard. I think it was, I think it was in, you know when you just go away and you, everything kind of blurs together? I think it was uh-huh. in Jamaica. Jamaica for Spex's wedding. Okay. Travel or vacation? Vacation. Yeah, that, that yeah. Okay, vacation, yeah. Uh, Bahamas. Bahamas, uh, yeah. okay. Okay, so true vacation would be Jamaica. Okay. What's your hobby? I love to read. Very good. Same. The same. Okay, That's all right. <laughs> Everybody's on the same page, all right. Yeah. What's your favorite song of all time? Mm. Of all time? Of all time. I, so I... Oh, God. I, no, I'm going to legitly say I don't have one because right now running through my head is the fact that I posted up something on IG that said February 24th is the 20th anniversary of Back That Thing Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I legitly don't have a favorite song. I will say I have songs based on moods and that's that's yeah. that's yeah okay i don't have an all-time favorite my current favorite is her uh, focus yeah big song. song big song this one's really hard yeah <laughs> I, I i'm like in the it's same hard. thought like i don't have like a favorite song yeah it depends on it's as mood. you said Sometimes. it is the mood yeah okay it is who's your favorite artist of all time that's easy 
very hard for me. But I gotta, I, you know, I might have to actually put Prince up there. Okay, big one. That's hard, though. That's a hard question. Yeah, that is. That's a, like, that's a very hard question. That's a, that's a mood thing, too, right? I'm a straight R&B girl, but I don't have a particular favorite artist. You put R&B on, I'm good. You're right. good to go. Well, I'm a Jay-Z head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last song playing in your car? Uh, it as I was driving up and I was bopping hard it was one of them them newfangled them newfangled hip hop songs um, <laughs> actually no but you know what actually it was no it might, might not have been that I think it was JC's Can I Get a What What okay. and I was literally I was like what so yeah, yeah. okay well I cheated I checked my phone I don't listen to music in my car anymore you don't listen um, I listen to like podcasts and and personal development Recording. So good. I know. Look at her. Okay. Two more on this. Wait, and ask Nicole. Oh, I said I cheated. So, like, because I literally was just looking at like my playlist. So I do Cardi B and. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, we got two quick ones here. Curry goat or oxtail? Oxtail. Okay. Oxtail. (laughs) Goodness. Okay, so I stopped eating red meat like two and a half years ago. Excuses. I'm just hearing excuses. (laughs) But. If there was a plate of oxtail in the room, I might accidentally pop it. <laughs> right, 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 right. Accidentally. Accidentally. So, yeah, so I okay. think everyone's oxtail. Yeah, man. And yeah. for the price oxtail is, if somebody I offering know. you free oxtail, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Last or look at oxtail to your view. Last one. What's your favorite social media platform and why? Instagram. The jokes never stop. Yeah. And you can do so much business and personal on it. It's the best. Mm-hmm. All right. Instagram. Um, I'm a visual person. Yeah. So I like to look at mm-hmm. other people's stuff. I like to look at my stuff. I like to be inspired by what I see. Makes sense. So yeah, I say Instagram as well. Uh, I find it the most interactive. Right. It's the prettiest. Yeah. Things that are easy, shareable. Yeah. All right. Floor is yours. Anything you want to say before we go? Floor is yours. Give them your Instagram handle. Oof. Anything. Floor is yours. Okay. Right so Instagram handle. I've got two of them. Um, at Riri, R-E-E-R-E-E, a.k.a. Boss Lady. Okay. That's for everything that is not my business related, mm-hmm. but it still is. Um, and at Baby Station, B-E-B-E Station. And I just want to say thank you very much for having me here. But mm-hmm. also, anybody that wants to be an entrepreneur, don't be shy. If you're a black woman, you want to do it, just do it. Just open your eyes, have a goal, just do it, and ask people for help. Don't be shy. Well said. Uh, I have two handles on Instagram as well. My personal page is the real McKinney Smith because I'm not sure who the other McKinney Smith in Spanish yeah. to make it is that took up the Instagram name is not using it. But anyways, and the other one is at a walk in my stilettos. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say, goodness. I don't know. I don't have anything inspirational to say. Pay me. Pay me is what she wants to say. Pay me for me to help guide your life and your career. Um, I used to, one of my side hustles, I used to work for my brother who was in promoting events. And the t-shirt that I had to wear when I was working the door was, F you, pay me. I mean. I mean. I mean. Yeah. Um, Actually, she does mean that. F you, pay me. (laughs) In a nice way. In a nice way. In a nice way. Um, I would tell people just uh, to check if they're into personal development, check out my stuff. I've got, yeah. like I said, the four books, the app, the podcast. They're all under a walk in my stilettos. You can Google it. Perfect. Well said, Nicole. And then for myself, I have uh, Mortgages by Nick, M-O-R-T-G-A-G-E-S, 
M-O-N-N-I-K, so Mortgages by Nick, and also Mrs. Moneybags. Um, and that's where I'm going to be, as I know, as I said, the book is coming out very, Yay. very soon. Um, and just look out for that. So it is a money guide. It's, you know, just talks through my own experiences, helps to hopefully encourage um individuals, everybody out there to get their money right, do what they need to do to kind of get their self on a right footing. So look out for that. That's coming out soon and definitely stay connected and looking forward to connecting with more people. Yeah. Why does everybody Wait. have two Instagram handles? Because <laughs> we have our personal and our business. I know, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all good. Ladies, you guys have been amazing. Your flow, your vibe, everything. It's been amazing. I'm pretty sure a lot of ladies and even gentlemen are going to learn a lot from this podcast. Yes. You know what I mean? Thank you guys for coming through. Thank, Thank you for you having, us. having us. No problem. Gary Ladies. V. Gary V. Sorry, Gary V. Sorry, I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting. We're going to make it happen. Yes. Don't worry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle for another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.